For today's kernel, we're jumping back into the Apple Podcast Reviews. This one comes from Wa Bloomy. I hope I'm uh, getting that right there. Uh, Wa Bloomy wrote, I just discovered this show yesterday and I have binged more episodes than I know what to do. Chris's style is the perfect format. I love that it's short and easily digestible and the guests he invites on the show are fantastic. My one complaint is that I didn't discover this podcast sooner. Wabloomy, thank you so much for taking the time to leave that review and hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today, I want to talk about having conversations about money with your spouse. And these are already difficult conversations to have. Even during the best of times, for someone who talks about money all the time like I do, it's a difficult conversation for me to have. And you throw on top of that a pandemic, it just adds another layer of complexity to what is already sometimes a loaded or or at least complicated conversation. And so today, I'm happy to be joined by Andy Hill, the host of the Marriage, Kids and Money podcast, to talk about how he's dealing with having these conversations with his spouse or partner, for those of you who may not be married, how we're dealing with these conversations that can be difficult on their own, let alone with everything else going on in the world. But before we get into that conversation, I wanted to let you know that I'm running a special giveaway over on Popcorn Finance Podcast Instagram account. I'm going to be giving away a copy of Kate Flanders' new book, Adventures and Opting Out. And I don't know if you remember Kate from episode 95. We were talking about her first book, The Year of Less, which is one of my favorite finance books of all time. And so when I heard she had a new book coming out, I grabbed a copy for myself, but I also grabbed an extra copy to give away to you, the listeners. So if you want to learn more about how to enter into this giveaway, come join me on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast. And in addition to the book, I'll be giving away a Popcorn Finance sticker and a brand new popcorn finance pin. I only had five of these made up as a test to kind of see how I like them. And so I'll be giving away those five over the period of the next, I don't know, several months, several weeks. I haven't figured the rest of that out yet, but I'll be giving away the first pin as part of this book giveaway. So come on over, join me and learn how you can win uh, this little prize package I've put together here. Uh, But anyways, let's bring on Andy and let's jump into our conversation. Andy, appreciate you joining me here on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. No, thanks, thanks for taking the time out and being an open book and allowing me to dive into your personal life. <laughs> That's what I do, man. I just open the book and hopefully it helps some people along the way. Well, we appreciate it. And just kind of set a baseline here. How often do you talk to your spouse about money? Well, if it were up to her, it would be a lot less, you know, because I'm, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a money nerd, as you know, Chris. So I like to talk about it because it's just something that I, I like to talk about. But honestly, our our schedule, what, what has worked well for us over the 10 years of marriage now is to set up a monthly get together, which I've dubbed the budget party, where we go over a lot of the details of what we're trying to do with our family goals. And we, we set aside that time at the beginning of the month to review our expenses and our savings plans and our goals from the previous month and then the month ahead. And then that gives us a time to not only look at the numbers and talk about our spending plan and where we're saving and investing for big goals like vacations and, and things like that, but it also gives us a chance to level set because we got two little kids and what are we doing this month? Where are we going? What do we want to spend our money on that'll get us there? And it just gives us that opportunity to get together. So 
if it were up to me, I'd probably talk to her about it all the time, but she's like, dude, <laughs> stop talking about money. And um, for me, so what I've done is cooled my jets and just say, hey, let's do this once a month where we get together and make a plan. No, I like that. You know, for a while we were doing weekly and I think weekly might have been a little bit too much because sometimes I see my wife's face. And she's like, you want to talk to me about this again? Like nothing <laughs> has happened in common, the past buddy. seven days. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it definitely... Um, Maybe spacing out the meetings a little bit more is probably a good thing. And for you, how have things changed now that we're in this pandemic? Because, I mean, this has turned our, our world upside down. I mean, this is something that affects everyone. Like, there's no one who can escape what's going on right now. And, you know, for us, you know, we're fortunate enough to be able to have these conversations and still be able to have work and things like that. So we're definitely in a, a place of privilege right now. And I'm grateful for the, the opportunity to, to still be able to work and bring in money. but the conversations can still be complicated and, and different than they were prior to all of this. So for you and your, your spouse, Andy, how have things, how do things look now? Like what yeah. have the conversations changed at all from what they look like before this? Oh yeah. They've definitely changed this year. You know, I, I made the the leap to entrepreneurship in January of this year. So that was, that was a choice that uh, we had prepared for, we had saved up for and, you know, got to that uh, point where we had enough in our savings where we're like, okay, you know, give this a shot, Andy, leave, uh, leave the corporate career that, that you've been in for 15 years and give it a go uh, in January. And things were going really well uh, up until about March when the mm. little something called COVID-19 came around. And um, it, it threw it through things for a whirl for us because we had two kids that were in school full time. And then all of a sudden they weren't. And then all of a sudden, my wife's hours went from 30 hours to five hours. And then all of a sudden, my, you know, entrepreneur uh, income, uh, the revenue that was coming in was 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 drawn down quite a bit. So all of a sudden, this strong financial position that we were in, we were feeling very, very vulnerable in the spring. So to your point on additional conversations, yeah, there were a lot more than this than our typical month um, because a lot of things were happening. We were all of a sudden thinking about, okay, well, uh, the things that we used to spend money on in 2019, uh, maybe we need to figure out how we can spend less, but still have, you know, the joy and the happiness that we need together. Uh, we, we found ourselves spending a lot less on certain things because we couldn't physically leave the house. So there was yeah. a balancing act for, you know, a couple months there. But yes, we were frequently having more conversations about money and they were different types of conversations because uh, this income hit of ours hasn't really happened probably since the last recession uh, when we were together as a couple. We weren't quite married yet. So we're having different types of conversations right now, and they're, they're more along the lines of what do we really need to be happy as opposed to what are all of our hopes and dreams uh, and, and the big aspirational things. And it's been a good time of reflection for us on sort of life and minimalism. Like, what do we need to actually be happy? Uh, during this tough time. And uh, there have been really good conversations between the two of us. Yeah, you know, not that long ago, I did an episode on emergency budgets, like building an emergency budget, looking at like worst case scenario, what would your finances look like? And during this time, I, I'm, I'm right with you. I found that we're more so looking at what is important. Like we, we've had, you build these things into your budget that you kind of just are able to do over time if your income increases or, you know, different stages of life. But they may not necessarily be things you have to spend money on. And that's something I've, I've definitely been doing with my wife is we've been looking through and like, OK, well, do we need this? Is this something that has to, you know, do we have to keep this expense every single month? I'm interested here. What are some things that you've found that you've like, OK, you know what? This is not important anymore. Yeah. You know, it's some of the things that we used to maybe 
say, hey, this was a this was a luxury that we were able to have, and maybe now we can pull it back in. A great example is I literally, I think two days ago, Chris, went to go buy a lawnmower. And for the past three or four years, we've had somebody else cutting the lawn just because I've been traveling for work and I've been gone. And now it's like, you know what? Uh, not only is it going to save us a little bit of money, I'm going to enjoy it. I think I, I miss going out and having some peace and listening to a podcast while cutting the lawn. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So it's what, things like that where it's like, all right, that's a trade-off. But I'm actually looking forward to that. And then there's been some other things where it's like, okay, uh, we need to, you know, tighten things up a little bit when we go to the grocery store, right? Let's let's continue yeah, to shop sure. with a list and and buy the things we need, not all the things as we walk into the store and be like, yeah, let's try that. I'm going to try that. Because I found that our family, when we go there without purpose, can probably spend close to like $800 on groceries. But if we go there with a purpose, with a list, we're closer to like $600. And $200, that might not sound like a lot, but you you do that over 12 months, you know, that's a lot of money. That's uh, what is that? Twenty four hundred bucks. That's a that's a lot of money, and that could mean a family vacay after all this craziness uh, of COVID. So, just having a little bit of discipline with certain things like grocery shopping and you know shopping around for our insurance policies to make sure we're getting a good deal. Uh, you know, working on a low cost mobile phone plan, things like that. That could that could mean a nice family vacation. And so things like that, especially during coronavirus, where we're like, man, I cannot wait to get out of town and have some relaxation. Uh, we're looking at ways to amplify the fun and decrease the, you know, the bills that we don't really need to do. And that way we can have some more fun as a family. Yeah, no, I I get that. For sure. I feel I was listening to you. I was like, I feel all those words you're saying right now, Andy, because we've been doing a very similar thing where it's like you you're it's kind of hard to look towards the future right now because, you know, things are so uncertain, but you're kind of like, well, what can I be doing now that at least will set myself up for hopefully when things get better exactly. that we can maybe we can do something that we weren't able to do now or just even just to be more mindful of, of our spending. Uh, and, and one thing I wanted to, to end on here with you, Andy, was these conversations that you're having with your with your wife, it, it, they can be difficult to kind of jump into. And maybe there's people out there who haven't ever had these conversations. And so now trying to have it during this pandemic is even more difficult. What would be like one piece of advice you would give for people who want to start these conversations with their partner, their spouse, but they aren't really sure where to start and maybe what to even focus on while they're talking about these things? Yeah, I would say to start with the goals in mind, right? So not only what you have a desire for, but also what your spouse has a desire for. And if you can find a middle ground between those two goals, maybe they're the same. Maybe you both really want to go on that vacation together. Or maybe you both really want to be able to have your kids be a part of activities and things like that. Or, or just be able to, you know, maybe eventually leave a job you don't like. If you guys could find that middle ground goal together, that's a much better starting point than saying, hey, we need to live on a budget. Or, hey, you need to get rid of that car. Because that starts with conflict. The other way around is like hope. You know, what can we do to start with hope and excitement? Because that's the whole point of taking care of our finances so that we can do the things that we're super excited about. It's not about restriction or lack. It's about freedom and choice. So if you start with the goals that you can both get excited about, I think you guys can make some great progress in your relationship together. I definitely could not have said that as well as you did. I appreciate that, uh, that piece of advice there, Andy. And 
before we get out of here, I want people to know where they can go find you, where they can listen to what you're doing over at Marriage, Kids, and Money, because you're talking about a lot of exciting things over there about how you and your wife, you paid off your home, how you guys uh, reached millionaire status, like all these amazing things that you have going on in your lives that I think is they're great lessons and great aspirations and inspiration for people listening. So where can people uh, go and listen to what you're doing and reach out to you? I appreciate that, Chris. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast right now, the best thing to do is to just type in Marriage, Kids, and Money in your favorite podcast player. And if you prefer reading as opposed to listening, you can always go to marriagekidsandmoney.com and have some uh, great blog articles like the ones you mentioned there, Chris. Thanks so much. I oh, appreciate you having me on, Andy. It's, it's been way too long. We've known each other for a while. I've been meaning to have you on. Shouldn't have taken this long, but I appreciate you taking the time to join me. Thanks so much for having me, man. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.